Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James. I am Michael. Oh, my goodness. How's it going, buddy? It's going. It's going. I just did a little bit of uh, uh, mechanic work on the truck. I was streaming yesterday and talking about how I was taking my headlights out and I wanted to swap them out because the the, the factory ones are kind of like cloudy. You know, they get that look to them after mm-hmm. 10 so years. So I got some nice aftermarket ones and it was, uh, it was a little bit of a process. A lot of the videos I was watching were kind of explaining and, and suggesting techniques that honestly just wasted a lot of time when all I had to do was kind of take the whole front end apart and put the back on and it was so much easier but now it's on it looks so much better I'm so excited um and if if I if I played my cards right they actually work so we'll see we'll see how it goes it looks good I don't know if it works but it looks yeah, good they're, they're there but they are there yeah that's <laughs> half the battle I know that I is until I hit a bump and both of them just shoot right out of the truck but at <laughs> the moment they look good I can just uh, see like going down the road you hit a big bump and the whole front like bumper flies off the hood pops up the windows pop or the headlights pop out I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case <laughs> your car your car just sits there like every single piece just falls off and looks like the wheels go <laughs> yeah were you doing work on your own car again no so wow. yeah, that was that's what I was doing before the stream, but now I'm ready and raring to talk Nintendo with uh, goodness with you. Well, I am impressed. I am impressed. I wish I could have been there with you, but one thing I can now be there with you on is Super Mario Party because there's online play. Oh my goodness! Boom! I didn't even, surprise! Boom. I didn't even know there was um, no multiplayer online. <laughs> you know, on you would have assumed this would have had online play when it first came out. We must have talked about it that like, oh, I would buy this, but, you know, I don't have any friends locally and blah, 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 yeah. you know. And then so sure enough, um, you know, this game does does really fantastic. It's one of the the top 10 sellers on the Nintendo Switch. It sold nearly 14 million copies. And Nintendo this week, after years, like, hey, we're just going to make it online play. Like, <laughs> like OK, yeah. why not? Uh, why not? Let's try something new. It's it's just, this is actually kind of cool because in Nintendo in the past, what they would have done is this would have been Super Mario Party 2 now with mm-hmm. online play and X new games, right? That's what they would have done. But in this new connected world, finally, you know, finally, they are like, we're just going to do an update. And here yeah. it is. It's it's out there. There was a YouTube video. It was confirmed on the website. And there's going to be three online modes. There's going to be Mario Party mode, partner mode, free play mode, which is just like whatever mini games you want. And it yeah makes the boards playable for the first time ever online. Which and is awesome. um, yeah, that you can play awesome. all the characters, all the boards, anything like that. No matter where you're at and your own personal in-game progress, you can just play. Um, so you can go on. You can do friends matches. You can do public game, private games. They can be password protected up to four players. So all, no, all of us no randoms popping in. Yeah. So you're, you're good to go. And um, um, of course, you can have the computer play and, and swap in if you need to, which is kind of nice. Um, and. Yeah, you can play free free play too, which is all seventy of the mini games, and, which is um, great because I do think yeah. originally you like if you played with friends, you had access to like five. Yeah, now you get you know you get all the all co op stuff, which is is should have been kind of the way it 
should have been originally, but I it's it's nice that it's even here, and it kind of makes me bummed I didn't pick this up when they were having the sale on it. Yeah, because at the time I was like, well, why would I get Mario Party? I had heard mixed reviews. A lot of people were unhappy because they were like, well, I can't play with anybody, and yeah, it, it seemed limited functionality. So now I wish I knew this was coming out because I would have snagged that up when it was like fifty percent off or whatever it was back, you know, a couple months ago. So I'm excited for this. I think this is going to help their sales even more, even though, like you said, it's already the seventh best selling game they've got. I think this is going to bump them up a little bit more because now people can play remote you know that's that's the way to do it oh yeah i I would definitely i would definitely pick this up now or the next time it goes on sale and then um also it uses the new invite friend feature on the system so this is something we haven't really seen used a lot so maybe nintendo is going to integrate this all into the through all of their games throughout all of them but yeah i mean that's uh i'm in I'm totally in. If it goes on sale, I'll pick it up again. Not at full price, obviously, because we know it goes on sale. So, but Mm, yeah, you know, they just upgraded to 14 million people. So that's, we'll see how it goes. Now, will the invite friend feature be the little light that lights up? Is that, is that what the invite friend feature is? Will we actually see this little light on the Mm -hmm. home button finally light up for a change? That is my understanding. Oh, that's that exciting. I, I I want that for so many games. Like that should be implemented on Animal Crossing. That should be implemented on so many things. Like I'm surprised that that isn't used more often for even just like, hey, one of your favorite games is updating or needs an update or there's like, I want to know when this is sitting docked that there's something going on that, that kind of requires my attention because that would get me, not that I need a reason to pick up my switch, but it would get me to pick up my switch even more. If I'm like, Oh, so-and-so wants to play a game with me right now. Let me jump on for wingspan or let me jump on for Fortnite or let me, whatever it is, let me know somebody's playing it and I can play with them right now because you know, like you and I, we have totally different times. We don't always get to play games together. So if I, if it says, you know, Mots is on Fortnite right now and that little light lights up, then I could jump in there and be like, oh, one of my friends is playing a game that I would like to play with them. And now I know about it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. More need to 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 implement that. And I just want to buy just try that feature. Right. And I know it's yeah. been in a few other games. I don't think we have them, but this is a game legitimately. I do like Mario Party. I think it's a legit fun game, especially if you have kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Playing with like nieces and nephews. But I think we'd have fun with it. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, another game people are having a ton of fun with is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It has now shipped 3.7 million units. The developer has published their annual results and they said this was one of their best financial years to of ever for their company and that was largely in part due to age of calamity that's just hitting these crazy milestones people are just absolutely loving it um the launch momentum was clearly slowed down recently but that's okay there's going to be upcoming expansions that'll probably boost it back up to where it was and i think uh i know i played the demo and i thought it was fun but it was a little crazy for me like i'm more i just want breath of the wild too but my brother has been playing it with his kids and he says that they're just like the whole household is just loving it. My my niece is just goes crazy and hits buds and, you know, things are just happening. People are flying and it's just uh, it's nuts. And that, that's what they love about it. So it seems like it's it's doing really, really well. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I know that obviously it's not doing the same numbers that like, you know, Legend of Zelda does, but it's a completely separate game, right? Yeah, I mean, totally different. And and that's really spectacular for for this type of series. So I, I'm I'm all for it. I think that mm. hopefully they'll do more. And and like this one being, it's an actual 
you know, not just like it, it is a spinoff, but it's it's an actual story and there's story elements to it. I think that's why there's a lot of people um, that are really into it. So yeah, it still ties into list. a game that everybody absolutely loved yeah. and they tied it in in a smart way. So it only makes sense. You're going to you're going to do well if you if you, you would have to really drop the ball for this one to have not succeeded in this way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And speaking of Zelda and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Uh, Monolith, one of the co-developers, um, is actually expanding. So they're well known for the Xenoblade series, but they've worked on all sorts of things, including Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, Animal Crossing New Leaf, a bunch of other games too, Monolith over there. And um, they listed on their Japanese studio website that they are having a large expansion at the Kyoto studio. Um, There's going to be six new roles, including 3D and 2D artists. The company, though, nearly has 40 job openings, which is a lot of people. That's an entire game right there. So um, obviously, a lot of the games don't necessarily say what project they're going to be hired for, because, you know, at at a game studio, you might bop around a bunch of different things. And who knows? Projects comes, projects go. But there are legitimately five of them listed for Legend of of Zelda, the series. So that means that, hey, you know, this this thing is still happening. We're still going to get a Breath of the Wild 2, Michael. It's happening at some point. It is point. going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm excited. It's Another happening. one I'm super, super excited for. And I'm, I'm hoping this is true. It's a rumor mill right now. But David Hayter, who is probably pretty well known for being the voice of Snake in Metal Gear Solid, has said that they are currently working on a uh, remake of this game. Now, this has been done before, and, and it, it came out, I think it was on um, the GameCube. They did Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. They did come out with that, but Konami maybe is doing another one. And fingers crossed, it will be for the Switch, because I probably would get it, and I probably would play it and love every minute of it, because it is one of my all-time favorite games, is Metal Gear Solid. Hater dropped this hint during a conversation with Dan Allen, who is a YouTuber, he said, I thought it was just a rumor until the day before yesterday when I got a text from one of the insiders saying they heard it might really be happening. I only had one. I only had some confirmation that it might not be a rumor a couple of days ago. And even that was still a rumor, a lot of rumor. But now it's an industry rumor. So that tends to be a little more accurate. Okay, so I'm hoping that it is more than a rumor. They did say um, very recently, Konami said that they will not be attending E3, which is a little sad, but it was mostly in part because of the timing and what they have available and blah, blah, blah. Um, But they are already known to be working with a few games for the Switch that's going to be coming out. Uh, You're going to have... Yu-Gi-Oh, Super Bomberman, um, Getsu Fumiden, those games are already in the works and we already know that. So maybe, just maybe, we're going to be getting another Metal Gear Solid and uh, we won't hear about it at E3, unfortunately, but hopefully we'll hear about it soon. And this would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, Twin Snakes was a fantastic game uh, mm-hmm. on the GameCube. I, I owned it, two discs. I remember that. Uh, and and yeah, I would, I would totally buy this. I haven't really gotten into a t- ton of the Metal Gear Solid games. However, I do remember like being a GameCube person. I didn't have a lot of choices. And, and when this game came out, it was really, really introduced me to the world. I did a lot of cool stuff with the GameCube. And oh, um, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah. It'd be it'd be cool um, if they if they did this, uh, because the other games that Konami's put out recently, like, I'm not super into. I mean, yeah, the games you I listed, would... I was like, eh, whatever. They've done like with Bioshock. There's been a handful of games that have kind of been re-released on the Switch. They're doing very well. Witcher, you know, Witcher's a good example. So I think an updated Metal Gear could be amazing. I think it yeah. could do really, really well. I would love to play it again. The last one I played, I 
I want to say I played at least partially all of them. Um, mm. But the last one I was playing was, I think, Metal Gear Solid 5. I don't know what the last one is, but it, it's an amazing, amazing game. I, occasionally, I still put it in because I haven't beat it. I've just... I just, you know, there's so much to do that I end up going on to other games. And because it's on Xbox, it's like not as easy for me to like pick it up and play. I really wish that would come to Switch as well, because, again, I can it's it fits in with my lifestyle better. I can play it more. Um, but it's such an amazing. All of them are such crazy. The story's so crazy. Uh, the the mechanics that, that originally that Metal Gear Solid introduced, where like when it was on PlayStation, you had to like pull out your memory card, and oh, yeah. pull your controller, and put it in the other controller slot. Like things I never ever ever thought would even be possible. I I saw in this game, and it blew my mind. So to be able to play it again and just kind of think about it again and. I would be so excited. And it, and it, it actually, it got me thinking about this game again recently because I was playing uh, Rain on Your Parade and they had that Metal Gear Solid inspired level. Mm. And it was just like, oh my God, I, I missed this. So when I then, then when I saw this, I was like, I gotta, even though it's super, super rumor, I want to just mention it. Yeah, the, the, I I watched, I was going to talk about that later. I, I watched you play through Rain on Your Parade. <laughs> that game looks so fun. It's um, so bananas. It's, oh it is gosh. funny though. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll be, I'll be interested to see how they remake this. So like when it came to the GameCube, obviously they, they had to like make different changes to it as well. Mm. That's the same thing with with other games that like it's it's like made for a system almost. And it breaks that fourth wall, mm. uh, which is, like, this is something pretty unique. Um, so yeah, hopefully they do it. I'll be excited to see if one day it comes out. It is the, it is the era of remake, so it would make sense if this thing to for this thing to happen for sure. I could see him doing something crazy with like the the Joy-Cons, maybe have to swap hands with the Joy-Cons or so like something just bananas, you know what yeah. I mean, where you would never think of doing it that way. That'd be great. And, and well, if you think about it, the Joy-Cons where they have a bunch of things on them. They have the the little IR sensor yeah. and like obviously the So there's some possibilities here for them to do yeah. some wacky, wacky stuff. Oh, you could have like heartbeat and have to put your thumb <laughs> over that thing. So if you're getting intense, like your heart mm-hmm. in the game starts beating too much and yeah, it would be awesome. So that'd be great. <laughs> See, look at that. We should become game developers. Yeah, we should do this. Yeah. It's like we almost both went to school to be game developers. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then we didn't. Uh, so let's talk about some <laughs> other, we got a lot of news this week. So um, you know, Mike, it's been over a year since Animal Crossing um, has mm-hmm. come out, mm-hmm. and that means that everything that happened last year is about to happen again this year. Yes, you know it that? is. Yeah. Um, right now, uh, it's May Day uh, coming in from April 29th to May 7th. Um, there's also some other really cool events that you may have partaken in last year. And guess what? You can partake again this year if you missed out, including International Museum Day which is a pretty cool event and wedding season is back. So if you're looking to get out there, get married, guess what? The time, the time is now um, for you (laughs) to go out there and you can, you can visit the little Island with Reese and Cyrus and you know, they got married in the month of June. So now it's tradition. They're going to do this every June. They're going to go celebrate again. They're going to, it's going to happen. And um, there's some new seasonal items as well coming in, 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 uh, in May and June. Some things based on Mother's Day, uh, cheese rolling, they call us. So you, you want some cheese? Uh, there's there too. So you can get the update. You can grab it. And you know, I know that in the in the show notes we have here, uh, Michael's very upset that there's we're not seeing more game. Mm-hmm. More Michael. Michael wants more. Michael, you're not going to get more because nope, this is you know, it's done. Don't stop dreaming. Stop wanting. This is it. You're done. This is what's going to happen from now on. There's nothing else. It's over. This is is what's going to happen. Is we're going to talk about free updates. 
But don't complain because this is every Animal Crossing ever. Now, maybe it will be like Mario Party and four years from now, it'll get an update where it's like, it's <laughs> yeah, a whole a new game. It's a secret one. I, I'll be... I. <sighs> With so many people owning this game, over I think the last time we checked, over thirty million people own this game. Yeah, I I would I would imagine they I I don't know it would it would hurt my heart if Nintendo was just like, yep, this is what you get now for here on out. This you're getting the same things. I think a lot of people are wanting more, yeah. and not even oh, let's not even say content, right? Okay, the content. That would be great to get like a 2.0 and get some real DLC content. Yeah, yeah. But what about just quality of life? Because I jump into this game. I've got X amount of hours, 200, 300 hours, whatever it is. I don't need to be told every time I get a shell what I'm getting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. need to be t- when I buy an item to go in to do the, the, the like buy my clothes or do say the goodbyes and the hellos like it. There should be quality of life adjustments that are made for those people that have been playing for so many hours because i at least for me and i can't speak for everyone but maybe some of our listeners will chime in um i i don't need to hear like the same spiels over and over and over Mm -hmm. again i understand that there's new players at any given time and that they need to see that and that's part of the joy of the game it was part of the joy when i first played it but when you've put in so many hours i think it is a detriment because it, it starts to hurt your experience because you're just like, yeah, I got it. It's a clam. I've dung these up 500 times. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that anymore. So I don't know. I hope I hope we get at least a quality of life because I do think that would make more enjoyment in the longer run, even if there's no more content. But I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've kind of just I don't play it anymore. I just put it aside. And if something big happens, I will check in again. Um, but none of this stuff made a international museum. None of that stuff will get me to come back. Um, but it's one I jump into once in a while. You know what I mean? Just to be like, eh, I remember I remember the good old days. I remember the good old three months, six months when I was playing it every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, but who knows? You never know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. Now, one thing I do know is I am so excited for the new Mario Golf game that's coming out. And oh, yeah. I wish I was living in Australia because I would get the pre-order bonus that they're offering. You get a free collectible golf ball, an actual golf ball. Now, you can get something here in the States at EB. They're doing an exclusive as well, but it's a dorky keychain, and I don't want a dorky keychain with Mario holding a golf bag. I want an actual golf ball that says Mario Golf. Yeah. That's what I want. Can you can you just not give me a super rush Mario Golf golf ball, please? But JB8 Hi-Fi in Australia is offering this. They're the only ones offering this. That's it's, cool. It's cool. I want it on the shelf behind me, but unfortunately it's not going to happen so uh i get digital copies anyway so it doesn't neither neither of these would do me any good but i am super excited for this game the closer we get the more excited i get and uh yeah it's just cool to see i thought that was an actual you know these pre-order like bonuses that are offered a lot of times don't really do much for me but i thought the golf ball was kind of a cute idea uh, I wish the keychain was a golf ball. Like mm. they could have done that. You could have just yeah. done like a miniature version of a golf ball and had it be a keychain. I would have been excited for that. But I don't like the the Mario holding a golf bag. It looks cheap. I think Nintendo, they're missing out on a, a marketing opportunity here, which is put out golf themed Mario golf things, right? So golf yeah. balls, 
um, golf. What about um, golfing like shirts, like actual like shirts? clothing? Yeah, like they bags. did for Pokemon. You can put out bags, like golf bags, yeah. like golf towels. Put a little golf towel out. Oh, yeah. I love the idea of clothes. And like they could do it for all the characters. You want, oh, you want Mario's outfit. You want the Mario bag. You want the Mario towel. You it know what I'm really, saying? Really cool. Like I, I'm not a, I can't say I, I go golf. I cannot say I'm a good golfer or a, in any way a qualified person to speak about golf. I can hit a ball a few feet mostly. Okay. And, um, but I do like the idea of golfing. I do like to go. I'm just terrible at it. But yes, if I could dress like Mario and go golfing, sign me up. I will be there because that would be the coolest that if you made like that, that Pokemon quality clothing, but they did it for Mario golf and had it just be kind of tasteful, but kind of Nintendo related, it would be awesome. It'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I'd be, I'd be totally into that. So I mean, except I am a golfer. I mean, I haven't golfed in a long time, but I, I was a golfer. Yeah, you were so. like pretty legit golfer, weren't you? I know you were in clubs and all kinds of stuff. Play, play not, JV, not, no big deal. No, no big, big deal. deal. No, no big deal. deal. No, I mean, not varsity, <laughs> but JV. So, yeah. um, all right. Well, next up, this one's one for you for sure, um, which is all about our good friends over at Mojang. Mojang um, is adding cloud save support for Minecraft dungeons. Now, mm-hmm. this isn't the traditional cloud save support that you're thinking for your nintendo switch this is actually a cross play hmm. cloud save which means that you can yeah you can back up your cloud save basically to the mojang servers and you can pick up and play from anywhere so if you want to start on your laptop let's say boom you can start on playing there and then change it over to your switch change it over to your xbox whatever you want to do put it on your handheld device this is going to be real cloud syncing for Minecraft Dungeons, which I think is really cool. So you're going to be good to go. They obviously already added cross-play support last November to Minecraft Dungeons, um, but now you can do the cross-save cloud saves, which is really cool. So there you go. Yeah. Boom. I like I like when any game does that. It's funny because mm-hmm. a buddy of mine just got into Apex Legends, so I have started playing that a little bit on Xbox. Not a lot because I played it when that first came out, but I know we have it on Switch, but it's not cross. It's cross play, but not cross platform, I believe. So or across save i guess so like you have to create mm. a different profile on your switch you could still play with your friend on xbox but it's not the profile that i play on x I, it's very confusing and i don't understand why that doesn't work that way like yeah. fortnite does make it like that you know what i mean where no matter yeah. what i play it on it's my guy yeah um but i love when any 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 game is like this this is the trick this is the way to do it so i can pick it up i mean in, in their minds, this is the way to do it because you're going to buy three copies, right? You got to mm-hmm. have it on Xbox. You got to have it on Switch. You got to have it on your computer. You might as well have have it so that you can play it anywhere and have it the same version of your game. But I think that's the way to do it right there. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Totally. Now, I agree. Another game I'm excited to be playing is Fall Guys. We did get that announcement not too long ago at one of the directs. But unfortunately... It on the Switch and Xbox has been delayed for a little bit. It's originally supposed to come out this summer. They pushed it back. The statement is basically saying that we've pushed it back because we're trying to make it as best as possible. We want to make it the best experience. And they did say the developer says that the delay gives our team some time to add features like cross play, which we want. Mm -hmm. So when we add new platforms, players will be able to stumble in harmony with their pals, regardless of their platform or of choice. So this is a great example of a reason to push it back. You're going to be giving us something good. That is an absolute thing that's going to make the experience that much better for everybody playing it. So good on you. Take your time and it'll it'll be well worth it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So let's get into best sellers for the week. And I think 
to no surprise, is Pokemon Snap in first place, followed by Among Us, Minecraft, Just Dance 2021, Monster Hunter Rise, Super Mario 3D World, Animal Crossing, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Hades, and Limbo rounding out the top 10. And then we do have a new one into the top 30. It's Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. And no, it does not have anything to do with Animal Crossing like I initially thought. Uh, It is its own thing. So it does look cute, and it's cool to see that it made the top 30. But uh, yeah, Pokemon Snap is number one. We we kind of assumed that was going to be the case. Uh, No surprise there. Maybe we're going to get some new games this week that's going to bump it out. I don't think so. But new releases we're into this week. Mats and I both have the first one checked. Mats, you want to give a little rundown on that? Yeah, um, I think this one, I saw you had it checked. I was running through all the games. And uh, the first one here is a game from 2018. It's out on Steam for just about the same price. It's it's like $3. It's $27.29 on this. <laughs> some real pot. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah, it's a anyways. lot. Um, this game is sort of up our alleys. It's called The Colonists. And the entire idea of this game is that you are robots. It's cute little Wally looking robots. Totally and I love a it. Wally robot. I love it. I love it. It's like a, then there's a few different ones of them. There's some like EV ones looking and the Wally looking ones. It's so great. You're a team of robots and you've landed on this island or planet, I should say. And it's empty. And you are trying to build and fulfill your dream to basically become humans and colonize this settlement. So the entire idea is it's it's a cross between the Settlers and the Anno series. And there's a bunch of individual campaigns, but you can also play like randomly generated um, maps. And it and it's um it's basically like you you explore, you research, you manage your resources, you refine your resources, and you're building out your colony that's on here so it sort of looks like a like i said a hybrid between like a sim city the resource gathering and building sort of reminds me of like a a, a warcraft you know or Mm -hmm. starcraft type of game where you're you're planning out roads and doing stuff and you're constructing this but at the same time you're like you said you're you're building and constructing paths and bulldozing paths so it has that sim city aspect to it um yeah it looks super cute um i don't know how it's going to play on the switch i'm a little you know, interested in that aspect of it as far as the controls, but it does look super cute. Yeah, I I really like this style a lot. This is any one of those Civ building games. And at first when I saw the price, because they don't have a lot on the Nintendo store to look at. They have like a trailer for you to watch, but Mm -hmm. there's no photos, no nothing. So when I started doing some research, I was like $30. That's 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 not that's not a cheap ask, but it seems like the game actually has a fair amount of complexity. So if you would like if you like Sid, you know, civilization, the game, Mm -hmm. then you probably would really be into a game like this. And when I started digging into some of the the photographs of it on other sites or on their on their main site, Mm -hmm. it it seems pretty in depth. And I I love it. I love the style of it. I love sort of the character and the feel of it. It doesn't feel as serious as some of those other games because you do have like these little they look like, like I said, Wally and Eve had a baby. That's -hmm. what this robot looks like. It's their child. And it's running around and just doing cute robot stuff, making little beeps and boops and whatever. And I I like it. I like it a lot. And I won't pay $30, um, but it is 100% going on the wish list because I I want this game. Yeah, I agree. I think if it was like 15 bucks, I'd pick it up immediately. Oh, yeah. All day. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Next one I have. I don't know how many it's like it's called a non guns doppelganger edition. 
I don't know about the, the about the name of this one. Um, terrible name. <laughs> um, it is one of those eight bit looking style type of games. Um, it's by Digerati put it out. I forget who the public, the developer is of it, but it is a roguelike. It's an action platformer roguelike roguelike. Um, but it's, it's set up in this like super, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, they call it an ever changing dungeon of nightmares. And mm-hmm. like, you're this like skeleton, like, I don't know, like antelope almost. And like, you have this like gun and you're just like, like free wielding. The trailer is completely like animated. So it looks nothing like the game, which is kind of a bummer. So I want to see the mm-hmm. gameplay in action, but you know, there it's, it's, it's an ever changing dungeon. So it's like randomly and all this stuff, but it's, um, it's, you know, they call it an unforgiving game gameplay that will challenge your skill and wits. But I just like the style of it. While it isn't that eight bit, it's sort of Gothic. It's like mm-hmm. really Gothic and, and, um, like almost like a scary horror movie type that you're in. Um, so it looks very, very uh, just out there. It looks well done. It's 15 bucks or so. So it's one that's going to be on my wish list for sure. If, if it went down or had a demo available, that would be ideal totally. Yeah. Um, to see if it's too hard. Because remember before we, I, I got that like, that, that fast speed race or whatever the game is. It's just side scrolling. I was like, I couldn't make it past like the first level. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm not about that. So when I see it's like unforgiving gameplay, I was like, Oh God, you know, yeah, but I'm, not, I'm not looking neat. to not beat the first level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I feel <laughs> like it'll be. Um, but anyways, it looks really good um, in, in general. So it's one to definitely check out if you're into the, you know, action platformer roguelike type of games. So there you go. Sweet. Uh, I have one check left. May 6th is Skate City. Now, a little while back, we talked about Ali Ali and Ali Ali 2 and Ali Ali World, which is coming out. This looks very similar to that. It's sort of a side scrolling skating game. I don't know. It seems as if it's like on not on rails, but just it's it's a constant run game. So you're just doing mm. tricks as you go through this level sideways. It's based on actual real world skate parks in Los Angeles, Oslo, Barcelona, which is cool. Mm. And you're going to actually do skate tricks. Um, you know, you're going to do any any of the normal tricks you would expect in a state like a skate game. It's not like a uh, like an arcade style. It's more legit. And it very it seems anyway from the trailer, very, very similar to Ali Ali and Ali Ali 2, which I found to be very difficult. They were not forgiving in any way. So mm-hmm. I hope it's similar, but not quite as hardcore. Um, and it, it's got a very different style to it. It's kind of almost more realistic looking than those games were. Those were, I think, more of like an eight bit if i remember correctly where this is kind of very very cool not quite realistic but sort of has this um uh like a watercolor-esque kind of finishes to it almost like a sepia tone over everything just a very Mm. cool look to it it is um they have they have over 100 challenges that you can do or you can do at your own speed with like an endless skate so you just kind of go along you can customize your skater which i think is fun so you can change the deck the trucks the wheels the shoes the hats the glass all that kind of fun stuff that you can do and it does have a really cool lo-fi uh soundtrack which i thought from the trailer was very chill very relaxed i really enjoyed the soundtrack of it i really enjoyed the feel of this game quite a bit so it made me interested it's normally 15 dollars right now it's on sale for 10 um and i'm excited to maybe check it out i don't know if we'll get a demo i don't know if we'll get anything like that or a key or anything but it's on my radar for sure because i like all skate games and this one just looks really uh, just different and cool and i want to i want to i want to try it yeah this one looks neat however 
I wonder how difficult it is going to be based on... I hope not super difficult. Yeah. Ali Ali was so hard, man. I, I tried playing that for a couple times, and it was like you said with your other one. I just could not get the rhythm of it. And because you're doing like a, a side scroll that... Like there, there seemed to be so many buttons that you could use to make your character do a trick that I was just like, I, I don't know what's going on. I, and it just, I didn't put the time into it get, to get good at it. Yeah. And I hope this is a little bit more f- like Tony Hawk where you can mm. like still do cool stuff, even if you're not a pro at playing the game yet, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it looks, it looks pretty cool, pretty mellow. And, uh, Maybe maybe one worth keeping an eye on for ten bucks. I think that's definitely worth it at ten. Anything lower than that is just, seems like a steal from what I can tell. But I, I need a demo. I want to demo on games yeah. like this. I need a demo just because that that difficulty level of it. Because you know it's the same thing where it's like I know if I buy Tony Hawk or I know what I'm getting myself into yeah. in, in mm-hmm. general. But I don't know what I'm getting myself into in this type of game. Uh, so yeah, that'd be that'd be nice to have. But this one I was I was on, I was on the fence on but i just want tony hawk i just want the tony hawk oh yeah did you pick up tony hawk yet is is it out well they, they got on it the on switch? xbox and stuff but i don't know about no. switch it's not no. out on switch yet i want it so on it, switch. I, I think it was announced though we, we should be getting it on switch and yeah. that would be awesome to pick it up yeah. for that's what i want that's what i want yeah so that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show what you playing uh mat <laughs> What you been playing? Yeah, I've been playing. Uh, uh, I'll share this website. It's called Backyard.co. Okay. Okay. And um, I've been looking for some things to do with my colleagues at at work to sort of bring us together. And this is really cool. Um, this is actually really neat. We could do it for like our Discord members too. But uh, Backyard.co. It's in beta or whatever. It's completely free. There's you know you can just jump in and play a game. But they it's 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 not only just games they also have like a campfire mode it's like just hang out with your friends around a campfire and share stories but they have all sorts of games such as um you know like sort of like doodling games um they have um they have um they have like pictionary they have charades they have all sorts of those things right and it's cool because it gives you um oh yeah it's one's called fishbowl that's what we played um that one is really cool it's like the it's it's taboo um taboo taboo passcodes and charades all in one which Ooh. is cool they have werewolf in it so that you can play werewolf digitally they have uh the one that we played was called fake artist so this one's cool because unlike a try to draw it the idea is let's say there's like 10 people in this thing um nine people know what the word is and they can they can draw one line to like draw start like one oh, contiguous line that's cool but then one person doesn't know what it is but they have to pretend like they mm-hmm. know and then you have to like guess like who is the fake artist um which is pretty cool that is and they cool have, yeah they have other things like you know chess and and, and you know different you it's like you know the bingo and stuff like this so they have all sorts of stuff but it's pretty cool for being free uh, and something if you're looking for your colleagues or friends to do and hang out, it, you just hop on, you can create a room. What's nice about it is it has audio and video uh, built into it. So you don't need to hop on Discord or other software. You can just hop on. And what's nice is it's integrated into the games. So for example, when you're playing the charades, when you actually have to act out things uh, or you're the one saying the word to the other uh, person, it 
puts your video big and so everyone can see it and else everyone's like really small little bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really cool. So I, I was just like, wow, this is, this is kind of nice uh, to know. And, and they have games from yeah one player up to, to 50 players for, for team building exercises. But I just thought that this was a, a new one. Heather and I were, were hopped on and we were playing like, you know, connect four or whatever. Mm. And, and it's basically clubhouse games, but you know, the modern kind of, you know, multiplayer type of games, you know, type of experience. So anyways, that, that's what I've been uh, mostly playing this week. And Heather and I, have, like I said, we've been playing off and on just to we grab our, you know, little tablets and we're like, oh, let's just go play a game really quick. And it takes five seconds to to boot up. So mostly been playing that, uh, which has been good. Some more Zen pinball. I've been doing um, um, some latency tests with the shadow cast. I put out a video review and I got a lot of questions around latency so I'm putting on another video either this week or next week based, based on when this, this episode comes out and when I can edit it, which will be testing the latency or I, I call it perceived latency because okay. there's obviously zero latency between your controller and the switch because you're still controlling your switch. But it's that is the video latency, you know, um, adding time between when you think you should be button pressing and the action that's occurring in the game, right? So if the video is, you know, half a second behind, but you press the button, you're still pressing the button half a second in the future, you know, type of thing. So I'm testing it out on my main machine with the Genki software in OBS on my MacBook Air as well, um, using the Genki software and on my Surface Go, which is the minimal specs that you could possibly do. So, so far I have found it to be, pretty spot on on all of them, especially in performance mode, the uh, graphics mode. It doesn't seem like there's a latency. It's just it seems like the frame rates, again, not as good. So I haven't really I haven't really played with that that mode at all. I've mostly been playing with the performance mode. So that's kind of been my my jam. Um, but so far, it also seems like on the Mac, there's a bunch of other modes on the um, the software where you can actually do screen recording and stuff like that too, which is kind of cool. So um, that's kind of nice, but overall, yeah, I've been, like I said, pretty impressed with the 50, um, the $50 dongle. The other thing that I'm going to be checking on is I just bought an HDMI adapter for my GoPro that does the micro HDMI to full HDMI. So I can plug that into my Genki um, and see how it captures footage from a camera and if there's any lag or delay there into obs so i've been trying to testing so like these. A, a, that would be that's what i'm excited for like that's yeah. the thing i would like to use it for is a you know a cam link um mm-hmm. sort of functionality of it that's yeah. where i could see a lot of value yeah because i was watching a few other videos and they've been comparing with these little ten dollar or fifteen dollar dongles and they said that like those have like super lag you can't even play the games on them so it's like okay why even buy it then at that point yeah where this, it seems pretty decent. The one thing that I'm also trying is that it does seem as though the Genki software and performance mode is a little bit just better and smoother than the um, OBS by itself based on your computer setup. But what you can do is you can just do a window capture. So instead of using OBS to do a capture of your full thing, you just open the Genki software, which is going to have better performance. And then instead of saying add a, 
a capture device, you just say capture a window and you capture the Genki window and it's the same thing, right? Okay. So that's kind of cool. So anyways, playing, playing around with some stuff overall. Those have been my, my big things. Hopefully I can get that out. But I, I needed to buy the adapter because right now it's actually, I'll talk about this a little. It, it's funny because the cam link takes an HDMI in to it okay. and puts USB out, right? So like the input is what you'd call the female end, which is, and then the male end, I hate that these have male and female gender specific roles, but like, if you're looking it up online, that's what it'll say, a male end or a female end. And so the, the Genki is actually the opposite where you plug the HDMI into your device, right? Whereas the cam link is the reverse of which you plug the HDMI into the cam link. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Which there's some flexibility there because any HDMI cable can just go into the thing. The problem with the Genki is that it's a full size HDMI. So if you have, you know, HDMI micro or mini, which is pretty rare, or you're doing something with USB C or whatever, you need to get the adapter. That's the thing, right? Because uh, there's a, there's cables that go like USB C directly to HDMI out mail out, right? And that can go into a cam link, but with this, you can't. And that's the problem that I'm sort of seeing. So you need that, you need that sort of that, 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 that input HDMI input. And, um, I have been capturing some, some Mac footage with it. So like the, you know, it works like a cam link or a capture card where if you wanted to, for example, capture your MacBook or another windows machine, and you just have an HDMI out you plug it in and then boom, you can capture that on another device. So it is like the super optimal $50 device for just doing screen capture of devices. So that's kind of nice in general, but it is the reverse. So like I have right now on my GoPro is I have a HDMI micro cord that goes to HDMI out, but that's not going to work because that works with the cam link, but not this device. So I need an HDMI adapter that literally changes the output to a full HDMI and then I can test this out. So that's a long way of saying is, um, I've been playing around a lot around with the geeky <laughs> shadow cast, um, yeah. and it works, you know, it, it's 50 bucks. So it's like, if you don't want to spend 110 bucks or hundred bucks for the, the cam link, then you can just use this little puppy here and I'll get, I'm going to give this a try and, and see, see what happens uh, with the, camera. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm from, from what you've told us about it so far, it seems, seems pretty good. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's anything that's like broken about it just yet. You know, you may, you're trying to figure out the latency and things like that, but Mm -hmm. overall so far, the experience seems like it's what it's advertised as, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Especially for the price. Yeah, exactly. What it's advertised as it works. And, you know, I, I, I look at the, the Genki stuff that I bought. It's in pretty, you know, good packaging, good product. I don't think that it's necessarily at the same quality level of, as an Elgato, but the Elgato is like, it's, it's doing different stuff. There's different chips inside of it and stuff like that. But for the price and for the purpose, I, I think it's, it's working good. I, I played hours of Fortnite on it and I figured if that was good enough, then, then, then it should be good enough for anything else. Yeah. And it, and it works. That's so kind of nice. Yeah. Nice. How about like you, it. buddy? You've been playing a bunch of stuff. 
yeah, I've been playing some things. Uh, did a little bit more rain on your parade on my own, just kind of working my way through the puzzle. I think I have maybe, I don't know, 10, 10 puzzles left and I have that game beat. So I've been just taking my time enjoying that. That's been a lot of fun. Like you had mentioned, um, just cute little weird puzzles. And the game itself is kind of just weird and funny and it's just enjoyable one to pick up play a couple rounds and put back down i also stream some more of the long dark which i believe i hope i'm almost done with it's getting to be this episode so i think i've talked about it there's currently three episodes out of five for the winter mute uh story the first two episodes you follow one character and his story seems to be more um uh, like more more linear. You're basically trying to find somebody and you're trying mm-hmm. to work your way through the game and it's like things happen along the way. There's side quests or things like that that you can do, but essentially you're trying to get from point A to point B in order to find this person. Now I'm playing as a different character. The, basically you play the role of the person you were trying to find in the first two episodes. Now you're mm. playing as the character and she is going into this area for her own reasons, which are still a secret three episodes in um, where it's like, it, it reminds me a lot of lost in that it keeps introducing parts of mystery, but never resolving anything. So you're just kind of at some point, stop caring. You're just like, why, why am I doing any of this? Because you're not giving me any, the story is not progressing in any way. And I find that episode three has been even worse in that way because she is a doctor that is going in here to, at least from what I've gathered of the story, to save somebody, to help somebody. She has this mysterious briefcase where she will not say what's in it. And she's trying to find this person to help them. Okay. Now I'm in a part where all I keep doing is helping other people. Like my story, the re- my whole reason for being here and the whole reason I crashed in this place is seems to have just gone right out the window. Like there's no there's no rush. There's no like I I can't help you. I have to go do something. There's like now you're just walking around. You you go to the community center. Somebody gives you a quest and you go out, you do that thing and then you come back and then you check in. Now they give you two more quests. So you go back out, you go do those two. Things. It's like, at what point do you go do what you risked your life to do in the first place? When are you going to go and progress this story to, to this is what's the reason I'm even here anymore. Yeah. And everything is slow in this game. You know, in the first two, it didn't matter because it was like you kept moving forward. And you kept going to like new areas and like the story felt like it was progressing in this one. I am seeing the same spots and it's so long to get there. Like I had to go do something at a plane crash. That's a 30 minute walk. I did what I had to do. I came back 30 minute walk. I checked in. Then they said, Oh, nope, you don't have quite enough. Later I found out it was some sort of like glitch in the game. I walked back to the plane crash, 30 minute walk. I came back to the community center, 30 minute walk. And it's like, what is going on here? And then now I'm at a point where they are asking me, they task me to go help three other potential survivors which you have to carry back, which means you're going even slower. So it's like everything in this game is simply walking. And Mm. it didn't bother me for the first couple of episodes, but this one, it just seems to be even worse. And I'm just, I've lost kind of interest in the game. It's still beautiful. There's some things they do really, really well, but this episode in particular, and I don't know if it's because I played them back to back to back when there was time between them. Um, I don't know if that's what is the problem 
because I've just been in it for, you know, how 30 hours or whatever. But this episode in particular seems to be a real drag. And it's unfortunate because the game is good. And maybe, you know, when I take a break between when four comes out, that'll get me back excited for it. But uh, yeah, I'm ready for the long dark to be over uh, at this point. And then we, I did get two demos in there. I downloaded Metopia yeah. and I downloaded King of Seas. Oh, now, cool. Metopia, I played that a little bit. Uh, it's not for me. That game yeah. is not good. Um, for you. First off, one of the problems is you like the Mies. I was excited. So Metopia is sort of this RPG light esque game. Apparently, there's a bad guy stealing the faces of all these Mies, and you have to go and kind of find them, and you put together, you know, a crew. And there's like, and and so let's say me and you are on there, and and we have all of our friends that are Mies are on there. Like I could assign your face to one of the people that I'm working with, and I can assign somebody else's face to one of these other. They're me to the main bad guy, or I could assign which. So it's like, oh, I'm playing with Mots, even though I'm not really playing with Mots, but he's the bad guy. Ha <laughs> ha! You know what I mean? Like you can mm. kind of joke around, but there's no me's. It doesn't pull from your friends list. It doesn't mm. look for like your me or 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 you know anybody else's me. It doesn't look. I have just mine. So it's like okay, I, I get to create thirty me's in order to play this game. Like. Mm. You have to use a code to find your friend's me. Why wouldn't you just use my friends list and pull the me into my game? It's not good. It's so it, even even the game itself, even if you pull the me part of it out, it's just silly and dumb and whatever. So that's me, Topia. I didn't think it was going to be anything for me, but I miss Street Pass from <laughs> yeah. DS. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping this would be something kind of like that. And it's it's just not. It's that's good. that's the problem right is the the problem with it is, is just what you said which is that you know the the entirety of the street pass concept on the 3ds and that everybody had to create a me on the on the 3ds or you know that or ds like that really brought it to life and yeah. and while i think it's cool that this is coming over it's not going to do anything for me because it's missing that element of of the me's and the universe and this little microcosm i mean i bought all the little extra games for the on the 3ds and like all this all these little cool things and, and i i was i was so into all of the me stuff and uh i would bring it everywhere because i was traveling so much for work at the time and like i would get on the plane like going through the airport and have all these new me's and like yeah. all these people visiting me i was like what is this so you know it was just so cool and uh yeah it's kind of a shame that that that's gone i I, yeah. I just thought it was so cool so and i feel like they could still you know i i get with the switch it's like a a, a hybrid but you you mm-hmm. could, if you wanted to you could still do it right like you could still make this a thing and i think that's fun and exciting and awesome if they did it if they if they put in that functionality and made that a thing maybe with the the next version maybe the super switch mm-hmm. will have that i don't know but i do think that the me uh aspect and making the avatar and all of that should needs to be revisited for one we haven't had like an update with me's and forever i would like to have more options for my me i'd like to even on the switch i i I change my me every month like my pose and my color and whatever but give me some more stuff to do with these me's like you you made them and you kind of started it but i could see this being such a so much broader of a thing if they really embraced it and and i and i think metopia could have been a hit too or anything like that if if you had just basic 
I mean, I know you have it. A couple of my friends have their means as their profiles. Just pull those people in at least without me having to go and send them another code. We're already friends. Why wouldn't you just search my friends list and say, oh, these people have a me set up. Let me pull that into your game so that maybe you can apply that to some of these characters. And and that te- is the charm of Metopia, I would imagine, because it's not a good RPG. It's not like it's a good game. It's the charm and the humor of having your friends in it with you, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. but whatever. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. I think that there's a lot there that could have been done. It's just not for me. I don't know who it's for, but it's, it's definitely not for me. Yeah. Um, but King of Seas. So this is one that we had a key for a while back. Oh, yeah. It got pulled out of our 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 key. We got we got it revoked. It got taken away from us. But that's because they got a new publisher. They're publishing by uh, Team 17 now, I believe. And they needed more time. And now they got more time into the game. So they did release. We don't have a key yet. I'm hoping we do. But we don't have a key yet. But the demo is available. So I downloaded the demo. You get an hour to play. And you can play that hour over and over if you want. Mm. Um, and it seems like a pretty legit hour. It's not like if, if, I, if I hit the pause menu, the, to- the clock stops. It's not like you get only an hour. It's it's hour of play time, which seems pretty legit to me. And because there was a couple of times I was looking at the clock. I'm like, wow, how has it only been 20 minutes? I feel like I've been playing for two hours now. Um, so King of Seas is a hybrid of Sid Meier's Pirates, if anybody remembers that, and Sea of Thieves, I would say. Mm-hmm. It has the artistic style, the coloring, the vibrancy, the 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 sort of general look of the world, the world, the water, the land of Sea of Thieves. It's very very well done. But it has the gameplay of Sid Meier's Pirates, which is like that isometric, you're basically controlling a ship and you're sailing around all kinds of places. I streamed it for a little bit yesterday and it was a blast. This game is so fun already. I really am excited to play this some more when I get the full game, but it was an absolute blast. It seems like there's a lot of depth. There's skill trees for your for your uh, ship so you can upgrade maybe you know how well are the sails, which means you can sail fast. And then, then that builds off into its own thing. And then there's like, um, like how well's your crew handling things. And then you can find specialists. So you can find a fisherman or you can find a cook, or you can find this guy that I had uh, somebody that allowed me to have flame shoot out the front of my boat. So I could set the, the, the sails of other ships that I was trying to plunder. I could set their sails on fire and slow them down. And so there's just like a lot of really cool mechanics brought into this that make it really, really interesting. And, Performance wise, it seems to do very good. It is available for a demo on Steam and maybe Xbox right now. So I I, I think I want to try it on those just to see it. But I noticed little stutters, little pop ins here and there. Nothing that broke the game in any way, but very, very well done, fun cool game so far this could really scratch that itch because in my mind sid meyer's pirates has always been sort of the standard for a pirate game and that's always what i've compared other games to because there was so much in that game even though it's you know 20 years old or whatever at this point Mm. um that's what i hold other pirate games to and this one seems like it's really checking a lot they were very heavily influenced by sea of thieves and sid meyer's pirates that definitely seems like the developers really looked to those games and i think they they did a good job from what i can tell and i could see this developing into an amazing uh 
whether it's an amazing IP or just an amazing game as, as this development studio gets a little bit, maybe more money or availability to do more with this game. So far, I like what I've seen. I want to play more of it. And uh, if we get the key or I get the full copy, I'll definitely give a full review because so far it's been, it's been a blast. And I, and I urge everybody to try the demo because it, yeah. it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm downloading it right now. That's really yeah, cool. It's very cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm excited. I love, I love that stuff. Yeah, that's very cool. Absolutely. It looks so cool. I'm excited for it. So I'm gonna download it right now. It is on sale 20% off. I know they're doing that for all the systems, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So um that's really cool. Yeah, I'm downloading the demo right now. I love demos. I love demos. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Gotta play the demos. Gotta play the demos. Nice. All right, cool. Well, I think it's gonna do it for this week's dispatch. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with all the Nintendo goodness. Hang in there, everyone. Until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.